Hey guys, welcome to Chat with Kat. I'm your host, Catherine Balsley, and I'm really excited to be speaking to you all today. I'm really happy because this is the first time in a long time that I'm actually able to sit down and speak to you all, and I genuinely have this sense of peace. Like, I'm always happy and excited to record, but I'm not always at peace when I'm recording. Like, in the back of my head, I have something I need to do. I've got an assignment. I'm worried about something. But because I only have two more finals left, the end of the semester and summer is so near and I just have this sense of peace knowing, hey, you don't have an assignment you need to do. You don't have a whole lot of stuff. And so I hope that a lot of you can relate to that feeling and are feeling relieved as your maybe high school or college semester comes to an end. And those of you that either never went to college or out of college, I hope that the transition to a new season and the warm weather is doing you good. Maybe you have vacation coming up or something. I just hope that you all are feeling equally relieved. And if you're not, maybe this episode will help bring you some peace. Before I begin, I always want to give a quick reminder like, hey, check in with yourself. If that means getting a drink, getting something to eat, taking a stretch, going out on a walk, getting some fresh air, whatever your body is asking for, I always want you to like be able to listen to it and take care of yourself while you're listening to this. But I'm really excited about today's topics. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. So as you can see by today's title, we're going to be discussing the importance of remembering to control our ego. And because I say control, it doesn't mean that we're neglecting it and it serves no purpose at all. It just means we got to monitor it, right? We got to keep it under control. And the second part of this episode is the fact that we need to listen and uplift our intuition. I often hear people saying, well, how do I know if it's my intuition speaking? And the answer to that is the more we listen to it and the more we practice listening for it or even turning to it in different situations, the more comfortable and confident we're going to become in deciphering what it is and what it isn't. You know what I mean? So let's define ego and intuition. Ego is defined as a person's sense of self-importance. It's thought of as the consciousness of your own identity, the conscious part of our mind that encompasses all of our fears, our insecurities, our doubts, as well as what leads us to believe we're better than or inferior to other people. And intuition is defined as a thing that one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning or the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. As I already stated, both of these serve a purpose in our life, and they're both necessary parts of being human and going through life. However, your ego can become dangerous to your overall success, well-being, and happiness because your ego should never be in the driver's seat or even the passenger seat. Your ego should never be in control because when your ego is in control, it will lead you down the wrong path. I think the first most dangerous part about our ego is it craves external validation. Matter of fact, it requires external validation to survive and operate correctly. A perfect example of this is, well, let's say someone who really shouldn't be in your space and shouldn't have any access to you whatsoever. Like, they really aren't any good for you and serve no purpose. Let's say they decide to leave your life, right? Your ego is the one that perks up and says, are you kidding me? I'm this amazing and they left me? How could they leave me? Your ego will drive you right back to them because in its eyes, it's not receiving that validation from them and it should be. 
I saw a post that said, ego will have you crying over a closed door that has nothing behind it. And that's truly the issue with ego. It doesn't know moderation. It doesn't know balance. It only knows how to keep going and going. Ego also instinctively wants to compare us to other people. It wants to rank us in comparison to them. It wants to analyze it all. Ego also can contribute to our lack of empathy. It can leave us never satisfied, always wanting more. It can have us unable to take accountability, unable to see anything we may do wrong, and unable to listen in situations where it appears it's not benefiting us. Ego can also keep us trapped in the past, feeding into every Everything that went wrong. Basically, ego negatively impacts all these aspects of ourselves that are necessary for strong interpersonal relationships and communication, necessary for expressing gratitude, necessary for so many things that positively impact our everyday life and our perception of life. So, Ego must be controlled. And it's important I note that ego is honestly a part of our hard wiring as humans. It's a part of us that will always want to come out when given the opportunity and space. So controlling it isn't something that happens overnight. And it's okay if you struggle with this because we all do. I won't cover how we can control our ego too in depth because I've talked about all of these in depth in previous episodes, but we can control our ego by practicing gratitude, by taking accountability, by being self-aware, by having self-reflections, by pausing and really thinking, where are these feelings coming from? What is the source? Could this possibly be my ego throwing a fit right now? It can also be controlled by refraining from comparison, by having those self-talks where we tear down the negative self-talk that's trying to rise to the surface. Controlling our ego means we can't operate life in autopilot mode. We've got to be present. We have to be here in the moment. We have to be paying attention because honestly, when I'm not doing that, it's really easy for ego to take the steering wheel. And when that happens, it's caused me to do some crazy things, y'all. Like, don't even get me started. But you'll hear a lot of people in life say, like, kill your ego. It's no good. And I disagree with that statement because our ego does serve a purpose. Ego can help us feel good about who we are. It can help us know our worth, know what we bring to the table, set the proper boundaries, boost our self-esteem, take care of ourselves, take that risk and apply for something we want, put ourselves out there, stand up for ourselves. Because sometimes ego will step in and be like, look, You are amazing. And sometimes it needs to do that step in, right? So it's not that we throw out our ego and say, bye, see you, never. It's just that we create a healthy relationship with our ego where it has a say when necessary, but it isn't the end all be all voice in every single situation. Moving on to our intuition, it's been on my heart to talk about intuition because there's been quite a few times in my life where I listened to my intuition and I was so happy I did, right? But there's also been so many times where I ignored my intuition. I wrote it off as fear or overthinking or cat, you're doing too much when really my intuition had the right answer all along and if only I hadn't pushed it to the side. Throughout life, I believe many of us will realize we often have all the answers we need within us. Sometimes we rush to ask a ton of other people and the whole time our intuition is like, man, when are they ever going to listen to me? (laughs) 
Emotions and intuition are not responses that need to be ignored or corrected by our rationale. They are a combination of your past experiences, your belief system, and your inherent values. And sometimes it's not always the fact that we hear our intuition and we ignore it. Sometimes it's that we don't even create the space for it to be able to speak to us. So let's talk about how we can make more space for listening to our intuition. When you have to make a decision, I always think it's important to step away, go into your own space, get some air, go somewhere quiet, or play music that is calming to you, whatever it is that allows you to really think and tune in with yourself. And that gut feeling, which comes from like, well, I'm pointing it out on my body right now, but you all know what I mean, right? That intuition that just kind of speaks to you from your gut should come out. And what I want you to do is when you hear it, no more questioning it or putting it on the back burner. Instead of being like, I gave myself the space to feel it and listen, and this is the reply. And sometimes when we're in fast moving moments and it's like, Kat, I don't really have time to step into a quiet space and I hear you. What I do is if it's like I have 60 seconds or 30 seconds or 20 seconds, I still seek to create that external space my voice is searching for within me. And I'm like, hey, I'm listening speak to me. Or sometimes I don't even have to say that, right? It's so comfortable. It just speaks to me before I even say anything. Because like I said, your intuition should be instinctual. But sometimes you may need to tell the people around you, hey, could you be quiet for just a second? I need to think. Or turn down the music. Anything that allows you to get and receive that clearer message. And the more you practice, the less you're going to need to do all of that. Instead, your intuition will come through always, right? It'll just be there. And some people are just more intuitive than others, but I think intuition and listening to your intuition is never something we can't grow and practice. Now, in a previous episode, I talked about the fact that growth requires discomfort, and we're going to feel uncomfortable when we're growing because we've never been there before, and that's uncomfortable. And it's like, Kat, well, my intuition is saying I'm uncomfortable. Is that uncomfortableness because I'm growing or is my intuition spot on and I'm uncomfortable right now? I, I think it takes time, but it's being able to know the difference between that version of uncomfortable, like I'm growing uncomfortable, and the uncomfortableness that is associated with I'm in danger. That's really not a good place for me to go. I probably should stay in tonight. This job isn't what I want. I shouldn't stick with this professor in this class. Things like our intuition just knows, and it's not us being scared of growth. And if you do like want to run your intuition by something else, what I advise is to think of the different options you have, right? And watch and feel for how your body reacts to them as you're thinking of them. So for example, is your heart speeding up? Does your stomach feel uneasy? Is your heart sinking? Is your breathing changing? What's going on? Like, how is your body reacting? Because another part of our intuition is the fact that our body will literally reject a decision for us if we listen to it, if we let it. It will even reject people. Like, our body really wants to protect us 
All we have to do is listen and pay attention. And the last part is sometimes that intuitive feeling will feel familiar. Like, oh, a year ago, I thought about doing something and my intuition felt this way and I ignored it. And here I am feeling that same feeling. And it honestly takes courage to follow that feeling and to stand confident in your decision. But the more we build on following it, the more it will become second nature to just listen to our intuition and go from there. And I really want to emphasize this point. So I spoke of earlier the fact that people will go, well, how do I know it's not fear speaking? And I'm so glad that I'm the one talking about this topic right now because y'all know I have anxiety. And for other people that are listening to this with anxiety, you're like, Kat, how do I not let my anxiety take over? Like, how do I know that's not anxiety making an issue that's not there? And I'm listening to anxiety, which in turn means I'm I'm constantly stopping myself from making decisions that are good for me, right? Because I'm anxious. And when I spoke up earlier, like our body's reaction to stuff, well, anxiety can step in and have our body react to stuff in that same way. And it's like, how do I decipher my anxiety and my intuition? Well, what I have to say to that is fear and anxiety will not sound the same as your intuition. Once you become acquainted with your intuition, you will realize it comes across rather calm in a sense. Like I'm not talking about if you're like at a red light and intuition screams, move out the way, right? But I'm saying within most decisions, intuition will be a calm, stable direction given like how I'm speaking right now. Anxiety and fear, when they're speaking to me, it's very fast. It's stressed. It's in bold. It's so many different sentences and directions. I can't even keep track. And the reason why I stress like you going into that space where you're able to listen and you calm down, you do the deep breathing, it's because anxiety and fear should have no space there, right? Anxiety and fear should feel uncomfortable in that space. Like we don't even allow them in that space. So they don't even have room to give their input. But even if they did, it wouldn't sound the same. So I know it's like a little uneasy, but I promise you, if you really listen, you'll be able to decipher, hey, that's fear talking. Hey, that's my anxiety talking. That's not my intuition. My intuition is saying this. But like I said, it takes practice. It takes time. But don't doubt yourself, okay? Because that, that's that fear talking about. I'll have you doubting yourself. Truly go with that instinctual feeling. So in conclusion, I may sound a little crazy, but I just have this feeling about the next few months and this summer and this new cycle and kind of this new stage the world is entering. Like some of y'all might get what I'm saying, but basically I just felt that it was really important to emphasize, hey, listen to your intuition even right now, because I promise your intuition is telling you something. It might be giving you a vision for the next few months. It might be telling you to let go of something. It may be directing you towards a new environment, or it's asking you to rest and slow down. It could be a variety of things, but I promise 
all of our intuitions are telling us something and they always will tell us something. I'm just like, let me remind them that it is healthy and necessary to listen to it. I also felt the need to discuss ego because I know how easy it is to create an unhealthy relationship with your ego. And sometimes we don't even realize that ego is a part of the reason we are acting a certain way. Like we don't even see our ego is taking too much control. And so I hope what I've said today about both makes sense. And, you know, you can always DM me and I can go more in depth about this again in a different episode. But I wanted to kind of scratch the surface today because too much, you know, at once, sometimes it can be hard to follow along. And so I just wanted to kind of touch on this. And if you follow me on Instagram, I did do a poll today and I was like, hey, what do you guys want to listen to? Or no, I said, which topic do you want to hear first? And a lot of you chose this one. So if you don't already follow me on Instagram, definitely follow me because I do like often ask for opinions about this like podcast and what you want to hear. And so maybe a lot of you would want to hear the other topic, but if you clicked that topic, I will be talking about it next week. So I'm really excited. I love talking about this today. I'm just overall feeling really, really good. And I hope, like I said earlier, you all are feeling the same and you can take this episode and apply it to your life or it was just common to listen to. And if you think someone else needs to hear this, don't hesitate to share it. I always want messages to reach whoever needs to hear it. But yeah, I think that I covered everything that I wanted to talk about in today's episode. I'm always like, could I say something else? But I do think that I got my main message across. And so again, I'm really always thankful for a lot of the kind compliments that I receive. If that's a DM, if that is a comment on my video congratulating me about my finals, if it is the kind reviews that I have in Apple Podcasts right now, whatever it may be, you all always make my day and show me so much love. So I'm just always trying to pour right back into you and I'm very extremely grateful. So I hope that you all are having a good week. If not, that's okay. We have next week and thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you in next week's episode.